the language of deceit notes and extracts it was the best of times it was the worst of times it was the age of wisdom it was the age of foolishness it was the epoch of belief it was the epoch of incredulity it was the season of light it was the season of darkness it was the spring of hope it was the winter of despair we had everything before us we had nothing before us we were all going direct to heaven we were all going direct the other way in short the period was so far like the present world that some of its noisiest authorities insisted on its being received for good or for evil in the superlative degree of comparison only charles dickens a tale of two cities 1859 collective interpretations whereas opinions may vary the truth is the one thing that does not alter as the educational historian john taylor gatto who himself personally recognized the visible effect of the process while he was teaching wrote we have become a nation or perhaps nations of children happy to surrender our judgments and our wills to political exhortations and commercial blandishments that would insult actual adults we buy televisions and then we buy the things we see on the television we buy computers and then we buy the things we see on the computer and the cause terrified of overproduction in an unimpeded open market society of competing interests industrialists over 100 years ago felt that limits needed to be surgically inserted to ease expectations this bore its rotten fruit in the scientific infantilization of whole generations where it is now possible to avoid real contact with the functions of the world for up to and beyond the first third of our lives if you doubt this perhaps we should explore real world examples adults go to the cinema to watch animated cartoons screen time has replaced reflective time we wash our brains with soap operas rinse our hands with tabloid gossip and follow horoscopes as if it were scientific boredom now leads to anxiety and medication instead of contemplation 
comics redefined as graphic novels have replaced the art of literature. The quest for stars and stripes and badges and credits and likes has replaced the quest for knowledge leading to wisdom. We believe in the oxymoron of artificial intelligence. We accept that modified can substitute for improved. We think that there are shortcuts and smart hacks to every worthwhile achievement. We have become risk averse and have developed a collective amnesia regarding how society got where it is. And perhaps this is just the beginning, though we will never really know, as we won't be able to remember. With such a system of directed miseducation, uninformed but uniform guidance, and continual distraction in place, the upper echelons of any generation could relax as duties were performed and orders executed in an ever-increasing self-governing fashion. The intended consequence of such a process is quite clear to the reasoned mind. Nothing ever changes and the status quo is in place as long as the system remains stable and fulfills its tasks and upgrades its principles where it is necessary. With these limitations firmly in place, the mind will not be able to exercise itself beyond a certain point. In essence, our children are broken before they are built. They are cracked before they are finished. They are taught learned helplessness encoded into a societal normalcy bias where the group is conditioned to hold back the individual. Individualism is, for all intensive purposes, sacrificed. The trouble is that sensible people who have retained some semblance of self-worth, either as adults or children, do not want to be incomplete individuals, and true learning is an inevitable natural process if individuals are left untampered with. The school system that reinforces these ideas only torments and tortures the free-thinking mind. On purpose, of course. Childhood, in any harsh reality, ends somewhere between the ages of 7 and 12. And beyond this point, we are all beings of equal stature, who have independent thoughts and impulses. Though not yet necessarily adults, as there are further trials to endure. We are sentient, creative, and capable of great deeds if we find that right moment where the people, the place, and the time 
locked together in an unbreakable three-chord fold. To understand the real purpose of modern schooling and its slave-to-work orientation is to understand why human history has taken the course that it has. There are no perfect solutions to the artificial problems we have today. But to not know the past is to be as if you were born yesterday. We can change this by sharing what we know and building on each other's dreams. By breaking the mold that has tightened its hold on us over the last two centuries. For we are not empty, soulless, machine-like creatures that need to be taught how to feel, how to love, or how to pursue happiness. We are beings of light, of love, and of grace, and it is our destiny to realize this, and the sooner the better. The alternative would be to lose our humanity and have to research for its meaning again and again over the coming centuries. A page of history is worth a volume of logic. Oliver Wendell Holmes The Language of Deceit Notes and Extracts <laughs>